this week on what the heck we check in with tyler insert ourselves into a night at the museum and check in with our friends up north in price county rack cold one kick your feet up and enjoy the show good afternoon and welcome to season six episode two of what the heck I'm Colin Frederick and Tyler Hack and Jake Reese and Bailey Racky. I'm not all of those people, but I'm Colin Frederick with those people, and we're here. We're doing the thing, and Jake, please go ahead and re-ask your question. Bailey, how was your weekend? <laughs> Thanks, Jake. It was good. It's very low-key, well-needed. What'd you do? Nothing. That's not true. Did you read books? Did you watch yes. television? I did read books. Books or your Kindle? Kindle. Sorry. Kindleville door. Yeah, I had my Kindle. Um, what, are you, what are you reading? Um, Magic Treehouse, no. book number one, no. Night at Dawn. I'm reading a book called Nightingale, The Nightingale. It's like popular right now. I don't know how I feel about it. Well, the Swedish Nightingale was that gal from The Greatest Showman that broke up Hugh's marriage. Temporarily. Oh, yeah. Forget about that. I don't know if she's Swedish. Where is she from? The something Nightingale. Yeah. I don't know. I'll look it up. That's the, a great movie, by the way. <laughs> Love it. It's one of the greatest shows, honestly. I'm currently reading the book that you gave me. Do you like it? I do like it. It's I'm like, pretty good. I don't know, ten chapters in now. I, uh... I'm probably about the same into the sequel, and I'm like, it picked this one, the second one, like picked right up in some shit, and I was like, yeah. Um, it, she was the Swedish Nightingale. Oh, yeah, confirmed. Nice, Bailey. When you say she, you mean Bailey, right? No, Jenny Lind. That was the Swedish opera singer. Pete's sake. Well, <clears throat> that all sounds nice. Um, the other. Two of you <clears throat> went north and watched some grappling. We did. I saw that Bono of U2 said there were 64,000 fans in attendance. There were. Second largest attendance ever. And so they said, let's break the record next year, everybody. Was the first largest when you were there wrestling? and Probably, Everyone yeah. came out to support? Couldn't have been because it was in the field house that can't hold as many <laughs> as the Cole Center. I, I want to know what year it was. The largest. When Jake was there, 1904. No, it had to be in the last 10 years, probably. Had to have been. But I just don't know what... I bet you it was a year before one? COVID. Probably. COVID ruins everything. Sure did. But no, we're back, There's some good stuff. There was like, what, five? Four or five kids that won their fourth state title. Holy fuck. Four of them. Yeah. Three at the same weight. Wow. Yeah, that weight class was like, stand up, applaud, this one, then sit back down. Oh, that match, stand up, applaud, sit back down. Oh, this match. I actually didn't sit back down. I stood the whole time. (laughs) Everyone around me was like, what's he doing? Well, there's another one coming up. Jake stood for my legs. You know, nothing out of the norm. Just felt like Catholic mass. Yeah, felt like working out. (laughs) Never skipped leg day, guys. (laughs) We did have to take a knee in one. (laughs) Perfect. I referenced... Mass. Oh, it was last night. We were in the wine cellar playing uh, euchre, and those cork stools are like a little too short, so everybody was like kneeling on them, and I was like, man, this brings me back to Christmas <laughs> Eve. 
You'd be happy to know that there's a four-time state champ from Kalkana who is going to be a golden gopher next year. We love what? the No, he's going to Purdue. I'm oh, you're right. Conflicting it reports. was Prairie du Chien. Um, the Prairie kid. Prairie du Chien. He's a four-time state champ as well. Same hey, weight we'll class. Shouldn't have been. Shouldn't have been. He should have lost in the semis. Hey, but he didn't, you know? He doesn't need a haircut, though. I should have lost in the quarters, and I didn't. Well, (coughs) if you would have just listened to me, it wouldn't have been an issue. Um, Speaking of Golden Gophers, can someone more in tune to the wrestling community tell me what my man Gable has been doing besides just looking huge? WWE. Is he like... He's actually, like training. performing? No, no he's, he's at training. the performance center right now. Oh, for yeah. God's sake. He has shown up at, well, he showed up at the one show, like, right when he signed. And then I think there was one more that he, like, was at, but I don't know if he was just there to be there that I saw he posted about, or if it was, like, part of his. Like, that thing. one wasn't recent, so I'm not sure it was part of anything, and he just happened to be there. Well, I saw one where Hardy was there, and he hit a guy with a guitar. Uh, yes. That was a different one, I believe. He's training with his brother, actually. His brother's signed in the WWE as well. Is he... Are they going to, like, be buddies in there? Or? I don't know. They have I feel like, heard. I feel like Gable's kind of just... I didn't even know he had a brother. He's Older brother. He actually wrestled for the Gophers as he well. He did. He's the whole not, reason Gable went there. Just not nearly as good. His brother, like, heavily Obviously. recruited him. <laughs> you know, not an Olympic champion. I am curious to see. Maybe I just don't know enough about WWE to know, like, what that transition looks like. Like, I feel like seeing him out there will be, like, kind of awkward for a minute. There are a bunch of, like, former... There are two former Wisconsin wrestlers who are currently, like, on the main show. It's weird. My mom never let me watch that stuff, so I'm kind of behind the times. You can watch it now. My only exposure to it was when I went to Jalen Evans' house, and uh, we got to play Raw versus SmackDown on PS2. (laughs) Maybe that's the next big venture for what the heck. We buy SmackDown versus Raw? Well, no. We start, start watching, watching WWE. Actually, I have another big venture. Oh, I'm ready. We are big BattleBot fans. Oh. Now. I don't know oh, if you've oh, ever watched yeah, it. Yeah, BattleBots is fucking sweet. <laughs> Will looked it up because it was in Vegas, and he's going to Vegas this spring. $62 for general admission. Sit oh, wherever cheap. you want. I like that. We I might just fly out to Vegas and meet Will and go to the BattleBots. Just bot to go to BattleBots. Yeah. When you brought this up, I thought perhaps you were going to tell me that we are going to build our own and have a what-the-heck BattleBot team. I think we should go to one first so and do a little scouting. Get a lay of the land. And then come back and build our own. Kind of like how we should go to Talladega before we pay for a full primary sponsorship yep. on a car. Agreed. Yep. Yeah. That makes sense. How much do you think that is? A lot of money? Millions. Yeah. A primary sponsor. Yeah. Because, I mean, you're getting a zillion viewers 40 weeks a year. Well, probably. 30. 32-ish, probably. Because there's other secondary sponsors. I bet that's pricey. But now that I'm all tuned into the NASCAR podcast world, I have learned that, like, whatever, Cheddar's, uh, then they're, like, Anytime the Cheddar's car is running, they like bring all of their people to the race and the suite and they talk to the driver and they rub elbows and whatever. So that, I think, is our opportunity when the What the Heck cars are running. We fucking just get right out there. Perhaps we could start with the Arca series and sponsor Frankie Muniz. 
<laughs> we can work our way up to the Cup Series. We just follow him working his way up. He's a small man. Are you saying he doesn't have a chance? No, I'm saying all the men are small, actually, for the most part. There's That's like okay. there's like a lightweight. F- there's like a few normal sized people, and the rest of them are tiny little put them in your pocket size guys. Kind of like jockeys. Similar. I knew a jockey once. For real? Yeah, for real, for real. Was he like four foot ten? The smallest little man. He was uh, my cousin's now ex father in law, and uh, he was tiny. Also, apparently, had a bunch of money and a wife that is twenty five years younger than him. Shout out to that guy. <laughs> Shout out to jockeys everywhere. I'll kick in their cupboard. It's funny what money will do us sometimes. If you're not picky, money can buy more than you think. It's when you have like real standards and look for actual character traits that things get a little cloudier. It's hmm. interesting thought. Um. Did you go to Ian's Pizza while you were on State Street? We did not, actually. We went to Hawks, though, and Hawks was a pretty good place. Hogs and Kisses? Nope. Hawks. We would like to share in Hawks. Yeah, that's why we went there. Fuck yeah. So celebrate Sharon Hawks. It's actually, I think, like the same logo. Hell yeah. Not really, but could be. i got to follow up with Coach Dave and see if I'm still receiving that three-gallon or five-gallon or whatever oh, yeah. Gatorade. Sharon Hawk's cooler. He offered it to me. And then after I said uh, yes, he said, oh, actually, Hagedorn kind of wants it. And I said, I will offer $1 more than whatever he's offering you to bring that baby home. <laughs> Just set it on the counter and drink out of it? Yeah, I'll do it. It'll use it as kind of a daily driver. But also, I think at like parties, it would be, you know, we could make WAP in it and stuff. Yeah. While listening to WAP and WAP. We did go to another brew house that was kind of out. Mr. Brew's Tap House. It, yeah. God, am I good. <laughs> you been there? Yeah, it's once. It's pretty good, actually. <laughs> it's right by the hotel we stay at. Yeah, fucking A. There is one out there by George. Yeah. We stayed at the Country Inn Suites, so like right one. across the road from it. Oh, man. Country Inn and Suites, formerly by Carlson of the Carlson School of Management. Yes. Now it's owned by Radisson. Bailey, what do you think about All right. Go ahead and rank your hotel chains for me, please. Oh, jeez. Not necessarily like the company, but like the particular brand. Well, last weekend I stayed in a Holiday... No. Yeah. I think it was a Holiday Inn Express, way up north. And it was definitely a good two stars. Oh, that's tough. Oh, that's not good. I was really disappointed because I... Like, that's my general go-to when traveling. Big Holiday and Express guy. I'm a big Country and Suites guy, actually. Those are like nice. the rooms are, and especially this one in Madison. Well, it's Monona actually, but like it's been redone, mm-hmm. so it's been remodeled, and so you know you get the. They have a usually pretty nice, warm continental breakfast that mm-hmm. you get the next day, and I don't know, the rooms are pretty good. You would like so yesterday, J.K. and I went and got breakfast. They had the Red Lobster biscuits, but like not in biscuit form, and like. I don't know. They were a lot flatter with and wider gravy. Oh hell yeah. yeah. Like that was your biscuits and gravy. Best biscuits and gravy I've ever had. That's pretty big time. I would say <laughs> Holiday Inn and Sweets, Country Inn and Sweets, and La Quinta La Quinta. I don't think I've La ever Quinta. stayed there. I've been, you know, they're occasionally... a pet friendly hotel chain. Hmm. And 
I've stayed in them a few times while traveling. They're kind of in that same price range, and uh, not bad. Although I stayed in one that was shitty. So that is lower on my list. That's the one we stayed in in Texas, right? Was La Quinta? I think that was La Quinta. I think it was. In Texas, where we'll stay again in 2024. If I can go. You can go. Got to go through the whole approval process again. I will say the one thing I... It wasn't bad. It didn't, like, take away from the stay. It was weird in the rooms that we had. The shower was, like, actually in a bathtub. Like, not like you step over the side like a house... Ba- like, a jacuzzi bathtub. But it had a shower. Oh, yeah. It was just kind of weird. And you had to have very long legs and very good balance to get in and out because you had to step so high. Well, and it was tougher to take a shower while Jeter's was soaking in the bathtub. Well, he wasn't there. Oh. I'm talking about like this weekend. I thought you were talking about the La Quinta. That's no, we got the... not that one. That shower was pretty cool. <laughs> there was a... I don't even want to get into it because it'll get my blood boiling. But there was oh, a mix I'm up here for this because people oh, fucking yeah. do that to me all the time. And I Let's called dive to in. confirm them, and they had it wrong. And the woman gave me big time attitude. So then I had to call corporate through Radisson, oh, and she's like, "Oh yeah, I see you're coming." And I'm like, "No, well the hotel doesn't have this. They have something different." She's like, "I'll call them." She calls them, gets back to me. Oh, everything's fixed. You're good. Okay, great. I don't worry about it anymore. We go to check in. I give the woman my name. <laughs> Same woman I confirmed with, and she goes. Oh, you and me are going to fight. And I was like, excuse me? And then she smiled. And I was like, okay, she's joking. And then she proceeded to give me the same wrong rooms that the corporate was supposed to fix. What? And I was like, I'm, I'm done. I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, whatever. Just give me keys. I'm not fighting. I'm just, I'm done. I do think it worked out fine. It, it did work out okay, but I was still like, but yes, this is totally not what, whatever. <laughs> I even apologized to her, like, I'm sorry, I know that you just work here, you're not the manager, you don't book this stuff, but this is just frustrating when I make reservations, and then corporate fixes them, and then I get here and they're not fixed, and it's just a complete disaster. And when a person says, we're going to fight. <laughs> yeah. You and me going to fight. I'll beat your ass. Even as a joke. Start throwing those words around. So anyway. Sanyi. It did work out okay. It all works out okay in the end. Yep. Um, I'm extremely exhausted today. I believe that. I There was a little snoozing going on around here today. If I wasn't here, I was falling asleep on the couch while I was doing laundry. So when the buzzer went off for the dryer, that kind of was like, whoa, what's that? And mm-hmm. kind of woke me up a little bit. About so. 11.30, I got out of the love sack and was like, oh, God. And I made a cup of coffee, and now here I am. I slept on a pull-out couch the last, well, not last night, but Thursday and Friday. Not Ideal. Well, that's because you didn't you. follow the advice of don't ever pull out. Uh, that's because I didn't want to sleep in the meat locker that <laughs> Will <laughs> and JK developed. <laughs> Thank you. Will turned the air conditioning down to 58 degrees and the room <laughs> attached. I shut the door because it was literally so cold. Like, that sounds amazing. One time I opened the door to go in there and like even my feet were freezing on the carpet. Like It was so cold. Couldn't you just go in there and turn it up? Well, I just shut the door because there was like kind of two, two. There's like a suite, so there's two rooms. Mm-hmm. So I just shut the door and said, "You two are sleeping in there. I'm sleeping out here, and I don't want it to be cold out here." There was two different thermostats. The worst part was he left when we left Friday morning to go to the session. He left the door open from the bedroom, so it froze the whole room <laughs> when we got back. Yeah, it was the worst. And that's why Will is considered a villain. 
I think so. Huh? Oh my heavens, that almost flipped right into the ketchup. Whoops. This episode is sponsored by an anonymous donor that just walked in here with little weenies and coats. Actually, we talked about it and she no longer has to remain anonymous. Nice. Yeah. Speaking she's not ready to come on the pod, but shes I think we're making progress. She's not ready to come out of the closet and into the podcast. <laughs> I hope she doesn't do that, because I'll be out of a lover. Speaking of this, I was going to say, speaking of sponsors. Oh, yeah. Let me just tell you about Demiplane, our friends over there at the semi, semi-demi-plane. Um... <clears throat> I got word today. I have it on good authority. Are you familiar with Avatar, The Last Airbender? Of Nickelodeon fame? I uh, am pretty confident that's what we've got going on here. But there's a game in production called Avatar Legends, the role-playing game. It's a tabletop role-playing game based on that world. Which I don't know. I never watched the show. Like it's about Avatar like Avatar, the blue people. No, Avatar, like the guy with the arrow on his head. Mm. One like was Earth and Wind and Fire. It was Earth, Wind and Fire. They sing September. Oh, I know them. Yeah. Anyway, there's this game, just brand spickety spanking new. You can buy it at Targets all across this great land, and inside the box, you'll find a special note that says, "Includes digital tools." Empower your Avatar Legends game with free digital content. Unlock the digital version of the starter set and elemental extras. 50% off discount code included for the Avatar Legends Nexus Edition Core book on Demiplane. So that means Demiplane now can be seen in targets all across the United States of America. We gotta wrap this up so I can run to Target. I know. Just to double check it. Uh, someone we know was headed there now, and I was like, grab me one of them. I'll fucking play that thing. So it could be our first it may adventure have just in the what the heck world. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, congratulations, and uh, you know, many great things. It's exciting. That's big time. It is. As a guy that once used to shop at Target regularly, you don't anymore. No, it's just not that convenient anymore. Yeah. To drive to Lake Geneva's, yeah. Especially, like, from Sharon, like, it's just as close to go to Janesville, and Janesville feels like a long way to drive to go to Target. Whereas, like, it's a Minneapolis company, so, like, they were fucking all over up mm-hmm. there. And that was what you did, but... Now here I am. So, there you go. I'm about to be the last airbender on yo ass. Word. Word to your mother. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler Tyler what the heck let's do the thing uh, so this is inspired this would you rather story. is inspired by the new Hogwarts Legacy video game that um, I've been playing I'm so in the Harry jealous. Potter world I think Carter's been playing that a lot lately, too. It's pretty fun. I really want it. You just go around and... Do Harry Potter stuff. And kill people. <laughs> it's cool. I'm in the middle of learning the three curses. Do you get to play Quidditch? No. Are you it's, fucking kidding well, me? Well, not yet. You do get to fly around on a broom. All right. 
So there's a chance. Um, but would, it seems like that would be a major missed opportunity if you couldn't like walk up to a quidditch. Well, that's field. like in one of the first scenes when you get there, the headmaster's talking about like the school year, and he goes, "Oh, by the way, because of last year, uh, there will be no quidditch this year." I was like, "Half of why I got the game, bastards." <laughs> um, Never mind, I'm not buying it. So no, I'm still worth it. Uh, would you rather? Stay a non-magic folk, a muggle, in a true wizarding world, which we could be in right now and we just don't know. Or would you rather be a witch or a wizard? I think this should be a very easy choice. Uh, I would rather be a wizard. I think any potential hesitation comes from Uncle Ben, the rice man. Who says, I thought you were talking about Spider-Man. With great power comes great responsibility. Yep. Yeah, same guy. He okay. does rice and is an uncle to a Spider-Man. It. Yep. I think people have higher expectations for you if you have magic. True. That said, fuck them. <laughs> Give me the magic. Okay. <clears throat> same, because think of all the... One, you'd probably have your magical... Your power... Your superpower. Oh, yeah. My food would be nice all the time. <laughs> so there you go. Two birds. Really? No, finish that phrase. Two birds. <laughs> blank. We know she didn't do very good with phrases. <laughs> Isn't it one stone? <laughs> Two birds, one bush. Thank you. <laughs> um, I feel like I would say witcher wizard as well, just so you could do some cool stuff. Like play uh, wizard chess. Yeah. But I think it would come with one of those, like, do we live in that world, or is it like today's everyday life? Not right now. Like if kids are being assholes in the hallway, you like... Zap them. Pull out your wand and turn them into a frog. Hell yeah. Or just a better human. That's boring. I like the frog option. You can always turn them back, but maybe for the day, like, your punishment is to be a frog on all day Tuesday. (laughs) <laughs> See how they like that, and then maybe they'll straighten up. Seems like some of them might like that. Oh. Probably true. And you throw them out into nature and let them fend for themselves. I know some people who love nature. It's the old nature versus nurture. I guess it really would be. Try it. Hmm. I think it'd be cool. I think that life would be generally more convenient. Albeit, you might be required to do some other like shitty things you don't really want to do. Mm-hmm. What if you could be a wizard without people knowing you're a wizard? Like um, maybe just like ditch the cloak. Somebody would find out. Maybe like a collapsible wand instead of a full stick. <laughs> they all found out who Peter Parker was. That's because he picked a pack of pickled peppers. No, that no. was Peter Pan. Yep. It's Peter Piper. Ah, oh, same thing. <laughs> Peter Pan's the guy that makes uh, peanut butter. Oh, yeah, that's what it is. That one gets recalled a lot, doesn't it? I don't know. Denny and Carol always used to have that stuff. Do you like crunchy peanut butter or creamy crunchy. peanut butter? <laughs> but peanut butter brings me to something that I saw this weekend that I'm not, I'm just not, I don't think I can be a fan of. Oh, I know what you're going to say. Will Wojcik. I don't agree with most things he does. He brought 
a jar. I forget what it was called, but it was got the peanut butter and the jelly in the same jar. Mm-hmm. I just can't get down with that. Like it, they got to be in two separate jars. That's not what I thought you were talking about. I thought you were talking about the uh, spicy peanut butter burger. That upsets me as well. I was not happy about that because I wanted a peanut butter burger. But when is peanut butter spicy? Peanut butter is not meant to be spicy. What's the other spicy stuff? No, it said spicy peanut butter and then pepper jack cheese on the top. That's fucking lame. Peanut butter is not supposed to be spicy. Like I'm sure a three-year-old does not want a spicy peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Sometimes there's spicy jelly. People use that for cooking and things. But not on a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And you're right, and I don't like that either. So anyway, I don't think peanut butter and jelly should belong in the same container. I don't think that you're out of line for saying that. It, uh, I feel like you're, probably your ratio is all fucked up. Well, then stuff. do you put it in the fridge or do you put it in the pantry? Because okay. my peanut butter is in the pantry, but my jelly is in the fridge. Probably has to be the fridge. You would think. It well, would then my peanut like butter gets all hard, and I least, don't like it. The least common denominator. Yeah. Just does I don't your know. jelly have to go in the fridge? I'm sure is it does. That a after opening, I bet. Yeah, I think they said eBay. Are we talking jelly or are we talking jam? Because does jelly actually have any fruit? I think it's not like. Purely. I thought that was the difference between jelly and jam. I don't know. If I had jelly in this house, we could go check, but... How do you make peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and you don't have jelly? TBH, I don't. Oh, my gosh. Just PB. Sometimes if I'm really getting... I don't think I even have any peanut butter currently. (gasps) I actually don't think I do either. I did, and then I ran out. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Sometimes if I really need a fix, I'll maybe just grab a little box of Uncrustables. I've been known to do that. If I have to go to the lake when I wasn't planning on going to the lake, I'll swing through Century and grab But Uncrustables have to be refrigerated. They do. I also kind of like them when they're a little bit frozen and you have to buy it through like a sheet of jelly. <laughs> <laughs> Not too hard, though. I don't want like an ice right. you block. Don't, like you want them soft enough that the bread is soft, yeah. but still that there's a little icy sheet of jelly in the middle. I could go with that. Oh, they're nice. <sighs> Speaking of magical things, today, before slash during my nap, I was watching Night at the Museum after I finished Couples Retreat featuring Jason Bateman. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And it got me thinking, where, you know, what, if you had to pick a museum that you were going to work at at nighttime, assuming that this kind of behavior is going on. Do you have anything specific or even just a general genre of museum? <laughs> like I was thinking about, like, for example, I've never been to Washington, D.C., but I imagine with all the Smithsonian behavior over there, that's probably the place to be. Yeah. I have a question. Yeah, go ahead. Does a wax museum count? Because then you could party with like all the celebrities and stuff. Yeah, hmm. I think so. They're still made of wax, but somehow alive. Like in Night at the Museum, Teddy Roosevelt gets run over by the carriage, and it splits him in half. Yep. And he's like, it's cool, I'm waxed. Yep. And then Sackage Wiener fucking melts him back together. <clears throat> Are you going to a wax museum? I think I am. There's a horror movie about that. Yeah, I think it's called House of Wax. Really? Mm-hmm. I'd still go to the Wax Museum, too. 
I like that'd be cool, yeah. Pick all the bur- their brains. Talk to people. Wait, do they know? Like, can I have a current conversation with them? No. I think that they like... They know like everything they're, they're, based they, on their life. Yes. Up until... Then I'm not. I'm going to go to... I'm just going to go to a history museum. Because you probably still get some people. <clears throat> I will get people, and I will be able to, like, learn more about different times in the world. Like, you're not going to run into Elvis Presley. Right. Unless you go to the Elvis Museum. Graceland. But I don't think there's a lot of, like, statues of him that would come alive there. No. A wax museum is interesting. I do think that would be a not a bad time. Do you know what could be a pretty bad time? Uh, like a Ripley's Believe It or Not. <laughs> yeah. Those places are pretty <laughs> fucking goofy. Or like the Holocaust Museum. Yeah, that. I don't be, think that'd be very cool. No. That that's when when you have to like go into the train car. It's pretty eerie. However, that's again a place where like not a lot of it would come to life. Right. But Ripley's, they've got all the wax figures of all like the creepy the, shit and people that are have two heads and yeah, the world's longest fingernails and. No, I'm out on that one. The guy that tattooed himself to be a cat or whatever the fuck. I think that would be spooky, <clears throat> I don't especially because even those buildings are spooky. I don't know if I would say like no. The pay would have to be right because you're saying this is for my job. That's true. So if they're paying me right. To have to deal with that weird stuff. Maybe. That's fair. Or at least consider it. I don't know if I would enjoy it. You like spooky things. Yeah. And I think it would really only be, like, spooky for the first couple times. Then you just get used to it. I guess. But some of that shit's pretty weird. I haven't been to a Ripley's Believe It or Not in a while. So I'd have to maybe visit one before I made my final decision. Isn't there one in the Dells? I believe there is. Isn't that the one that looks like the White House is upside down? Yeah, and crooked and... There's like huge transformers outside of it. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if it is anymore. like massive transformer. I'm not sure that I have been to that portion of the Dells. I've driven by it. I don't think I've ever driven past Ripley's. I've been to the water park that's over there. I forget the name of it. Is no, right sorry. next to that. No, no, no. Yeah. Oh, okay. You're right. I have been to Mount Olympus before. But we, that was when Carter was like two. I've never been to the water park there, but we used to go fucking rip go karts around. Yeah. Through the horse. Mm-hmm. See, I've never done the yeah. go karts. Just Georgian the water park horse with the kids when they were little. Did you do the coasters? Yeah, we did some coasters. It has been a long time since I've been on a roller coaster. Mostly because of my thought that. I won't be properly secured and I'll fall to my death. Maybe someday when I'm... I'm definitely afraid of heights, so that kind of holds me back, too. Dude, I really... I'm not deathly afraid of them, but I prefer to have my feet on the ground. Yep. I was built with a low center of gravity just for that reason. I do really (laughs) well on the ground. Um... What would be... Like your, like favorite exhibit, or like the, f- the coolest thing that you could interact with, like something that would be the most interesting to you. 
feel like if I went to like the Smithsonian or some like historical museum, for some reason I really enjoy like, I don't really know the technical term for it, but like um, kings and queens and like power, like emperors, empress, like those type of things. Mm-hmm. Um, like a monarchy. Yeah. Like the Knights of the Round Table. Yeah, that shit's pretty cool. Yeah, I think just like talking, just, this is totally different lifestyle. I think that my biggest issue with that would be everybody would have a fucking accent. (laughs) (laughs) I... I think I would pick like... I really like like the Native American exhibits. Like I'm thinking of the one in Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. Um, like I think that'd be kind of cool. I don't know if I would really. I guess do I understand everybody? Like in the Night at the Museum, yeah, everyone speaks. Except English, for Genghis Khan. Except for Genghis Khan. <laughs> but yes. So I think I would go with that. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say that something like that as well, but like. When the, like, not, I don't want to be involved in the war or anything, but, like, just, like, around that time, like, when the settlers were coming and the Native Americans and they were fighting. Like, I agree. Like, westward expansion. Yeah. Yeah, like that time, like, just to kind of understand. I agree. What? I think that would be sweet. Way before 1923. I was talking about the show. She was. Oh, I thought oh. you were, like, 19. I'm like, no, <laughs> that took place long before <laughs> 1923. <laughs> uh I agree with that. I think that my my second choice would be, like, World War Two. Yeah, World War was the other. Some of that shit's really cool. That I one, liked Civil it. Civil War. Uh, yeah, World War One with like trench warfare. I thought was real interesting. But World War Two, like, fascism and all, like, I just always thought that was very interesting. Yep. Man, oh man. And I guess I don't know. We I had on here like what's the like worst the last thing you would want to deal with? Probably like a dinosaur chasing you. <laughs> no, I could do that. I don't know if I want to run away from dinosaurs all the time. I don't think I'd want to be in like the plains of Africa where there's lions and tigers and cheetahs and like yeah, it's probably true. And there's no like very few trees for me to go climb. And anyway, they're gonna climb it and kill me in the tree anyway. So. Uh, and I'm not known for my speed anymore these days, so... Hey, you just I have to make fail. sure you're not working alone. Right, you know, I just got to be faster than my slowest friend. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's probably a good one. Well, Because you wouldn't necessarily, as a night guard, be properly equipped to, like... Right, you know, what am I going to do, shine my flashlight in their eyes? Well, but I feel like they know. I don't know, because in the museum it says lock up the lions so they don't fucking eat you. Yep. That's right. rule number two. So they know. So, like, you're going to get a list of rules like that ahead of time. So, like, you're going to get a heads up. That's true. But if the whole museum was just, like, a museum of African plains, yeah. I'm out. I'd, mm-hmm. I'd go be homeless and turn down Chick-fil-A sandwiches. <laughs> I'm good, thank you. <laughs> I feel like, for me, I would say the Holocaust. 
just because like that type of museum yeah because uh-huh. even like though i do so want to go to like Auschwitz, like i really do want to go there and like, i think that would be super it, interesting but also but like, not when it comes alive yeah right yeah i'm with you <clears throat> I also feel like mummies and shit would be kind of spooky. That, I was thinking that, or like, I don't know if this is even like a thing, but something like the Amazon or the rainforest. Like a, like a kind giant of the same anaconda. Reason. Like I'm not trying to deal with yeah. a bunch of like deadly spiders and snakes and... Uh-huh. I don't like snakes anyway. God. Stuff like that. I have had it with all these goddamn snakes on this motherfucking podcast. <laughs> Anytime I am scrolling through like reels or whatever and a snake video comes up, I scroll past it so fast so that the algorithm does not think that I want to watch them. I'm getting on a plane Thursday. I just hope there's no snakes on that plane. It could be, honestly. I mean, it happened once before. It did? With you? No. Or just with your friend Sam? No, there's a movie. With my friend Sam. I'm, you know, I'm familiar with Sam's Well, I didn't story. know if you yeah. never saw that. He was not. sick of those things, too. Yeah. <laughs> we talked about it. Well, just in, on that particular plane, though. Yeah. Everywhere else. The other ones are fine. fine. They're fine. Did you see the video uh, recently going around where, like, they had, like, a leaky roof or something, and they were, like, yeah, I did. And, uh, like, a massive snake. There was, like, four of them up yeah. in there. I'm, like, uh, I almost wanted to throw up on my desk when I saw that. I would just burn my house down. Yeah. I, I wouldn't even file an insurance claim. I'd just burn it down and walk away. Wow. There's somebody in Savannah, the land of Canadian tuxedos, who has a house, like, with a bad snake problem. And they're not, like, obviously anacondas and shit, but, like, there are snakes in that house all the time. And they're, like, in the fucking, like, ventilation system and in the basement and... Stop them getting sick. No, it's really good. Sounds like Hogwarts. Uh, Yes, it's (laughs) Slytherin. Um, But she's, like, had a bunch of, like, remediation services out and nobody can, like, fix it. And she I can fix it. Light a match. Well, she, like, has her, I don't know, some elder, like, her mom maybe is living there, and, like, she has to help her, and the house is set up for that. And also, she can't sell it, because everyone in the area knows that that's, like, the snake house, so nobody fucking wants it. There's someone out there who would buy that house and live with snakes. Oh. That that, person, like, you steer into the oh. skid, and that's how you market it, and you call it the snake house. That's probably true. And someone is going to pay a buttload of money Because people buy are it. fucking... Pretty weird sometimes. Yes. Maybe we should try and sell it for them. Oh, the the Wattag marketing team? We could probably do it. Just from a that. distance, yeah. I'm not I'm going down say, to I'm look at it go. or take pictures of it <laughs> I, or anything I else. I might like, walk up to it and don't be on the, like, look at it from across the street. There's probably a snake in the yard. But let's, yeah, across the street. Oh, God. It's like Jurassic Park. I somehow, and I'm going to fucking jinx myself, I know it. I somehow have gone my whole life without, like, while being in the yard or pulling weeds or whatever, I have not run across, like, a garter snake. Really? I don't know how that's true. Coming this summer to a thick grass near you. (laughs) Yeah. But you know what I did? I have um, these little baby, they're um, rounds for my 22, but they have little baby, uh, like, shot in the end of them so i could basically turn my 22 into a baby mini shotgun and i will shoot the fucking piss out of snakes in the yard 
It will be unacceptable. Or I'll just take my regular shotgun. <laughs> That's another option. Blowing holes in the ground for a 14-inch What was snake. it? Snake. <laughs> it's all good. No thanks, my man. Ever since that time that the one struck at me at the zoo, I just have so little interest in snakes. I knew. That's kind of... How do you feel about Australia? As a, I would love to go there someday. It's on my list. Me too. The Except spiders are like this fucking big. everything there will kill you. And that's a small one. I'm going with a guided tour that doesn't go where those things happen. You're going to have to go to bed. Comp the toilet. I'm staying in a... 12 star hotel so that I don't have to worry about that stuff. Like, I think Australia would be so cool. I'm just going to fly there and I'm going to go on a tour and fly home. I'm not going to sleep. I'm not going to spend the night. You know where I think there probably is going to be like snakes and stuff? Hawaii. When you guys go. Nah, we've been there. I never, there was never an issue. It's probably a thing that they're not there because unless somebody brought them there. Uh, You know what's worse is the last time I was in Arizona and we went. Matt took us on a hike, and we like go into this park, and the one, the guide's like, "Oh, here's a map. These trails, this trail's really nice. This trail, but keep an eye out because you know we're coming out of winter now, and the snakes are coming out." And I was like, "Stop, excuse, excuse me." me? <laughs> and she's like, "Yeah, we have only seen a couple this week, but." And I was like, "So it was the worst hike of my entire life because I couldn't enjoy the scenery because I'm literally looking at my feet and ankles waiting to get bit." And this is why you shouldn't hike. You need to prepare yourself for Texas. Are there snakes in Texas? Not at the time of year that we go. There you go. Then what I'm do you mean? Oh, I mean we like saw one. A little, not a rattlesnake. Just a little baby. I never actually saw it. Still don't know where it was. Oh, I saw it. He could have been making it up the whole time. No, oh, it was there. It was little. It was disgusting. But um, no, I asked the guides because before I went the first time, I bought like snake garters for my lower legs, so you know I had lessened my chance of being dead. And he's like, I mean, wear them if you want to, but none of us wear them. Like, do with that information what you will, but at this time of year, we don't feel the need to wear those, so. But that means Can I borrow some those time when I go to Arizona year. next week? Sure. In case we go hiking. That means at some time of year they do wear them, which means there is always a chance that there's something else. Oh, 100%. I think, like, if we went in the winter, it'd probably be. Oh, yeah. Well, because it's 100,000 degrees, and... Snakes are just fucking worst. Um, Costa Rica is where I had my most snaky experience. And all the snakes down there are like vipers and fertile ants. Pit vipers? Oh, yeah. I have. There was a little baby yellow one on a leaf, and I was like, no, no, thank you. Pass. (laughs) Pass. Um, And we were down there, and the guide was talking about. the Netflix show like 27 Deadliest Animals or mm-hmm. whatever had just like come out and there was a Costa Rica episode and the number one thing on there was the fertile ant which is this kind of snake whatever and uh, we were walking like from our cabins to the main area for dinner one night and one like slithered across the path in front of us and the guide was like yeah that was a, a juvenile those ones tend to be a little bit more like loose cannon like reckless because they don't know any better i was like Pass. i'm gonna go home now i'll see you guys later nice meeting everybody never again oh it's terrible and she, that was the same guy that was like i would try and avoid going down by the river uh after dark because there are jaguars in the area and i was like 
cool. Yeah, no, I think I'll stay in the cabin. <laughs> Pass. Maybe Wisconsin in winter isn't so bad after all. Honestly. That's we don't have Jaguars. What's the worst that could happen? You snacks. gotta drive through a couple inches of ice. Like when I always like the videos when somebody's like shoveling or something terrible and they're like, there's no hurricanes, there's <laughs> yeah, no, no crocodiles. No crocodiles. No, no alligators. Uh, fact. It could always be worse. Um, how far away do you think we are from museums? Becoming more heavily virtual reality, and this all feeling like a little bit closer to the truth, where you can like see things on a more interactive. I feel like we have to I be think like. Get there are there. some places, especially like art museums, that do that. I um, think like you can do virtual field trips. Mm-hmm. So like you're really just walking through the museum, right? Like. I don't know if there's anywhere else. Like, I'm sure you could do that with the Smithsonian and, like, the bigger places. But I don't know. Like, Like, I'm feeling like you could walk up to a thing that, like, has a headset sitting there and, like, here, put this on and you can talk to Abraham Lincoln. And then he would have, like, the same, like, pre-programmed shit that he would say or whatever, but... It's got to be close, I would think. That feels like a thing that we could do. Not we, I bet you there's some places that already do that. It just feels like that is uh, like, like the next step. Uh huh. Like we're getting closer to Ben Stiller being a night guard. <laughs> I just, you know, I just have a hunch. I um, I'm gonna move my computer over here. I wanted to take a trip back to uh, to Price County and check in with our friends up there because you know it's been a while and it's been over the the snowy months and. You know, who fucking knows? There's not that much to do up there besides be shoveling and yeah. probably doing meth. Or be a degenerate. I, um. I had a discussion the other day with someone about a potential lead on a monitor, so stay tuned for that. That's exciting. I know. It's been a long time coming. I also think that I found what we need for the other mic. Yes. So, that's what I know. But on January 2nd, um, a man reported that 8 to 10 military men in white uniforms were at his property. He said he attempted to talk to them, but they ran away. He could not see any weapons or what they were doing. The man said he's diabetic, but he felt fine. I'm thinking he wasn't fine, <laughs> and his diabetes was not under control. I'm trying to picture like what that like dispatcher phone conversation sounded like. He's reporting. He sees these white men in his yards. Well, what are they doing? I can't see what they're doing. By chance, uh, the only thing I can think what's of your is medical history? <laughs> the beehive people that were all white. Just ten beekeepers yes. running, around in the, <laughs> running around in the yard. Hey, beekeepers, what are you doing there? And they fucking take off into the trees. <laughs> oh, let me also just tell you that on January 5th, a man called to report another man was walking around Phillips without any pants on. 
he did not think the person appeared to be injured. Again, I mean, that doesn't again, bother me. what is that conversation? Was he hurt? I don't fucking know. He's I not know wearing he's pants. No pants on. I don't want to get any closer I'm to him. I'm going to go talk to him. Um, I mean, if it was summertime, that's a little bit more, you know. That's true. It's probably chilly up there for pants. Yeah, no pants on. Yeah, God. January 5th. Though sometimes you got to air out the old undercarriage. You freeze I guess. your balls off, literally. Literally. On uh, the 6th, a man was helping a woman get her vehicle unstuck. Another man offered to help. The woman said his help was not needed, and he began yelling profanities at her. (laughs) Well, fuck you then. (laughs) I don't want to help anyway. (laughs) I hope you never get out of that ditch. On the 7th, a Catawba man, I always liked the town Catawba. Uh, reported his wife slapped a plate of food out of his hand and the plate hit him in the face. He called before things escalated. <laughs> Instead of hitting you with his plate, I'm going to call the cops because you slapped my plate. Wow. I'm, I'm going to take a stab in the dark and say it would not be the first time that the police have responded to that house. <laughs> True story. <laughs> On the 10th, a man with a California number called a local car repair shop to have a vehicle towed from a residence. When the tow truck arrived, the man said he would be there shortly and advised the tow truck driver to knock on the door and kick the lady out. The tow truck driver found the situation odd, and he left the scene. <laughs> I'm going to do that. I need you to go to this house. When you get there, fucking throw her out. <laughs> and then tow her car. I, well, that's not his job. <laughs> There's some pretty good stuff. Oh, the birds are out. Oh, Spring is almost here. I know. Brandy spent four consecutive hours on the front window today. Just getting ready to do her job. <clears throat> on the 16th, a man called to report being threatened over the phone. Some of his female friends came into the bar where he works, and they drank on the 7th. One of them got very intoxicated and urinated and vomited on his floor. The female's father called the man on the 16th, threatening to come to the establishment and take the man out. The father accused the man of putting drugs in his daughter's drink. Mm. Possible, but maybe she just had a few too many white claws. Maybe she's an alcoholic and she was overserved. But also, nine days? Uh, those are her grandparents. Hmm. I have a few questions. Also, the peculiar peculiar park job. Huh. All right. Well, <laughs> wouldn't that you call like the next day? Yeah, Why would you wait? wait? Why would you wait nine days? Plus two days? Does not make sense to me. Huh. On the 18th, the beer truck reportedly passed the school bus that was stopped with its flashing lights on. Son of a beer truck. Son of a beer truck. <laughs> On the 23rd, a pulp truck did the same thing to the same driver. Is he sure he's putting the right switch on and the right lights out? Because that seems suspicious. In such a short period of time. Maybe he put his flashers on and he didn't put the stop sign out that was lit. It's lit. Uh <clears throat> Remember when we had a missing girl the last time? Oh, gosh. A woman reported her daughter was missing. Her daughter had walked the dog but did not return. 
The mother found the dog walking without its leash. The mother called back shortly thereafter to state the daughter had been found. Well, that's good. That is good. I think the dog got off the leash, the daughter chased her around and lost her, and then the daughter got lost, so the daughter and the dog were lost separately. Separately, but... <clears throat> and then they were found separately. But if the dog was found without a leash... Yeah. That means she unhooked it. No, it ran out of its collar. Oh, that checks out. That happens from time to time. Bandit did that at the Warworth County Fair. <clears throat> Worst dog ever. They call you... Maybe instead of after the race, instead of watching the Xfinity race, I'll watch Smoking the Bandit. <laughs> I'm going to watch Angels in the Outfield. Oh, my God. A Fifefield woman reported that her son had nearly gotten hit trying to cross the highway because vehicles are not stopping when he's getting off the bus, even though the stop sign is out and the lights on the bus are flashing. <laughs> what the, the fuck is one. going on up there? People don't understand stop for a school bus. I just, that is tough. Uh, and then one more. On Flambeau Avenue near BB Street, a man was seen with his pants down. Officers arrived on scene, and the man got in a squad car to warm up. Were his pants still down when he got in to warm up? Yes. Why? Hmm. I wonder if it's the same man from January 5th who was Well, that guy didn't have any pants. Right. Those guys are just at his ankles. Okay. Progress. Yeah. I mean, he's making waves. Making improvements. Didn't lose him completely. He's just got him down around his ankles. Responded to an uncontrollable child on a school bus. The parent was able to remove the child. Um, an occupant of a vehicle was taking pictures of a county worker's vehicle. Unbelievable. Is that illegal? I didn't... Oh, actually, this one's good. All right, this will be the last one. Received a complaint from the Price County Sheriff's Department, which reported an occupant of a vehicle was taking pictures of a county worker's vehicle. An officer received the license plate of the suspected vehicle and was able to make contact with two occupants of the vehicle in the city of Phillips. The female occupant advised she thought the vehicle belonged to an ex-boyfriend who was stalking her. The officer advised the female it was not the same vehicle and interviewed about her current situation. No, it's not him, but I would like to hear more about the stalker. (laughs) (laughs) But it seems like this is something we should be aware of. Wow. So it sounds like things are still going really well up there. <laughs> yeah. Price County never disappoints. No, honestly. Price County is the Florida of Wisconsin. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, man, it's something up there. But, well, um, before we go, we're racing today, folks. Race day. How do you feel? They're in Fontana by Glenwood Springs. Pretty sure I saw Billy's in like 31st. Uh, 32nd, right ahead of Chase and 33rd. Jeez. Oh, well, it's because they canceled qualifying because it was snowing yesterday. Oh, yeah. So they just finished. They're going in the order it, there's from like last a, week, right? Yeah. Or it's some, like it's a combination of like finish position and lap speed, like fastest lap speed and a bunch of bullshit. Um, they're racing at Auto Club Speedway in the Apollo Casino 400. Bailey, who's going to win the race today? Ryan Blaney. Ryan Blaney is starting in ninth. But 
it's not projected, do they? My boy started in third. Well, your boy is a dingus. It's because he's got new hair. That's because he's got hair. Yeah. yeah. Now he's, he's feeling a, real he's confident. He's a bigger winner than last year he's a when bigger, he won it all. He's a bigger wiener, perhaps. Yeah. Ross Chastain is driving a Kubota number one Chevrolet today. And I was like, that's, that's kind of dope, actually. Except everyone hates that guy. Well, Rightfully so. He's a douche. What are you going to do? Um, well, we'll see what happens. Chase and William are probably going to just team up and make a big run to the front. Hopefully knock some people out on the way. Um, I'm now up to three NASCAR podcasts that I've subscribed to. <laughs> <coughs> Stacking pennies. Um, Actions Detrimental with Denny Hamlin. And another one called Door Bumper Clear, which is three spotters. Giving a different perspective, which actually is very interesting. Hmm. I don't know how you get into the spotting business, but it sounds both hard and dope. Yeah. So there you go. Stay tuned. Um, We've got that. We've got Kim and Deb's Pizza. We've got probably other stuff. Maybe I'll have a cold snack if I'm feeling real wild. And then, uh, you know, we'll check back next week. No more wrestling. Tyler's going to have so much free time. I don't know what to fucking do with himself. Yep. Tomorrow's cleaning day. Clean out the locker room. Get all our equipment and stuff taken care of. Yeah. Tuesday, senior dinner, prime quarter. Mm-hmm. I haven't been there in a coon's age. It's pretty nice. I haven't been there in a year. Since we did last senior dinner. There's probably been raccoons that have only lived a year. I wouldn't say that's common, but I imagine <coughs> some of them. Has to be. I think for me it's been more than ten years. Oh, well you're missing out. We need to go. I feel like it used to be... Like maybe that was a previous spot for Austin Pierce Christmas parties for a short time. Like I remember going there as a child. But, uh, no, I would definitely be down to go back. You just stand at the grill and eat bread until you're full, and then you can't eat the steak you're cooking. (laughs) And when you go with your buddies and not seniors on your wrestling team, you have a few beers at the grill also. That sounds wonderful. Can we get a driver? Sure. We'll just go up there and get hammered and grill out and eat bread? Yep. Let us get this bread. Amen. Works for me. All right. Well, we're off to prime quarter, so, uh, uh uh-huh. For Tyler Rack and Jake Reese and Bailey Racky, I'm Colin Frederick and boogity, boogity, boogity. Crank it up. Let's get the heck out of here.